Hello, sluts and whores of the pod. It's me, your host, and the biggest slut of all. It's me, Arthi. Um, look, let's talk about something really serious before we dive into everything else. I have been diagnosed recently with a disease that I just wanted to bring up really quickly um, called the Sunday Scaries, and it is unlike anything I've ever experienced before, and I will say this, it is not an average Sunday Scary, okay? It is, it's just so much more than that because I already have anxiety, so when you go out and you drink and everything, you know, you have a hangover and, you know, with that, many people also experience anxiety, which is a combination of a hangover and all of the symptoms of a hangover, but then you have like psychological symptoms that follow that are anxiety and it presents itself as like a hangover, but worse. So it's anxiety. It started out as anxiety and then just turned into high gear anxiety so and then that turned into like a case of really bad scaries um saturday and sunday scary so a weekend scary situation a scary fucking weekend honestly and that's just where i'm at in life and it's so hard because it feels like there's nothing i can do today was a little better i went to the gym to go be a gym bunny and then i got a smoothie with my friend did some errands around the house I was a little bit productive and that helped combat the scaries hangover anxiety anxiety everything but man let me tell you it has been it had been over a month since I went out and let me tell you what I was doing every weekend fucking nothing like I mean I, I was doing wholesome things I was like hanging out with my family going to the gym spending my Saturday nights at the gym like 11 a.m 11 p.m 12 a.m like late night gym sesh I was reading books I was oh I was being a normal person and then things got a hand I go out on Friday after a beautiful wholesome friendsgiving moment and that's when it all went downhill and I've said it before I'll say it again and it beyond my tombstone at this point because it is hard being an entertainer taking on that responsibility it is crippling because you know while everyone's like oh I love when you go out you know you're so fun that was so funny like you were being so funny so crazy haha jokes at the end of the day everyone else has a good time because I'm you know putting myself in these situations and being funny, being this and that. And I have crippling depression and anxiety now because I'm like, oh, let me think about every stupid fucking thing I said. Let me think about every action. And you know what? I get a little cunty when I get drunk. And it's not like a rude, like actual rude bitch cunty way, but like I get a little spicy, a little dicey and a little cunty, you know, like I'll, I'm BFFR and I think a lot of people, if you are sober, can't handle it, but if you're drunk, it's just called banter, but I was going, I was, I was definitely approaching a lot of people who are not at the same level as me and I think I can come off a little rash and rude and cunty, but you know, did I tell this guy every time he mentioned this girl that he was talking to and I called her his sister? Yeah, I did that. Do I feel bad about it? 
I definitely do. Definitely do. Very anxious about it. I hope he doesn't hate me. Did I hold hands with every single person? Did that. Did I shamelessly go against all of my, like, morals about PDA and make out with someone at a club? Yeah, I did that. I did that, 100%. Did I yell at random people at the bars? I did do that. And, you know, there was always a little bit of truth to everything I was saying, but overall, it was a challenging night because I had to wake up and deal with a lot of fucking shit, given from no one but myself. I was like, everybody hates you and you're a fucking cunt. My friends disagree, tell me that I'm a whole lot of fun and that I'm good, but here's here's what I really think. And let me in, let me let you in on a little secret. Once you're corny, you are on the cob forever. I want that to sink in. You're corny once, you cobbin. You are on you are corn on the motherfucking cob. And we've talked about this before. Corn, kernel, like it's just been a reoccurring theme in my life about corn. And then I came to the massive realization that in fact I'm corny. I was corny for that on Friday. I was acting corn on the I'm co- I'm on the cob. I was kernel and now I'm on the cob. And it's what I deserve. And nothing I actually did was particularly corny, but I think you know, everything just amounted to me feeling corny. And I think that is it's just it hurts a lot. And I have mentioned this before and I'll say it again because, you know, I say the same five things on this fucking podcast, but I, it's so difficult being extremely self-aware and self-awareness is a good thing. It's a great thing. Be fucking self-aware. But I think I am so self-aware that it's like toxic. Self-sabotage is really what it is. I can't enjoy anything in my life not anything like now I don't even want to go out anymore because I'm just so critical about every single little thing I do I'm like why did I even look at that person why did I say that one joke that one line and my friends are like no like you were being funny like you're being cute you're being iconic like you're literally fine and in my head I'm like everyone hates you you're fucking annoying you're fucking loud as shit like you're always fucking saying stuff and doing things like you need to shut the fuck up and be quiet like I can't enjoy anything it's so critical and I I can't, I can't enjoy anything, guys, it's so toxic, like, sometimes you need to get fucking blackout drunk and make out with someone at a club, okay, sometimes you need to do it, but I can't even enjoy it, because I'm like, you are so corny, die, literally go on the cob, that's what you deserve, I could honestly go on and on about how disgusted and corny and self-aware I am about myself but let's shift gears for a second because we need to talk about the guy that I made out with at the club I don't think he's gonna listen to this podcast but he is my friend and he told me the craziest thing so after I made out with him in the club I didn't see him again because I was like I'm gonna go dip I'm gonna go to a different bar and so he stayed did whatever with his friend and my phone died really quickly into the night like probably by 10 30 11 my phone was dead and I wake up next morning and I check my phone and there's so many messages FaceTime calls phone calls from this man and I'm like okay we're friends we're chill like that but we're not like 
at the level of like you can call me multiple times and text me he was texting me from 1 a.m to 2 a.m and then again at 6 a.m and I was like okay you need to relax and his message though was highly concerning the 1 a.m messages were just I think he was just he was like where are you at like oh like I want to see you blah, blah, just being thirsty and horny right but the 6 a.m message was highly concerning he says yo I was unwell I'm so sorry I'm ubering home right now and there's a high likelihood separate words I tried walking home from the bars we need to FaceTime later because I woke up with a black eye with a U-Haul and I'm unwell as fuck. When I when I read those messages, I was like, this is like, it, it was so wild to read it, like unfolding. I was like, there is just no fucking way that this person is real. And I was like, is this like, is this like a poll? Like he's like fishing and he like wants me to FaceTime and he wants me to like ask about what happened to him so I ignored it because you know I'm a cunt and I was like whatever and then I was like you know what I'll bite because this does sound a little interesting and I need all the content I can get for my life I just realized I was recording and I didn't have my pop socket on so every time I said pee it was probably like like into the mic so fixed it hopefully the sound quality is better anyway still a fucking amateur so I call him and I'm like oh my god what the fuck happened to you like I just read your, like, I just read your messages, like, tell me what's going on, and he was like, oh my god, yeah, so basically, he went to a different bar with his friends or whatever, and I guess his friends were like, all right, we're ready to wrap up the night, like, let's go to fucking Wawa, which is a gas station that has the fucking best food ever, which actually, um, we went to Wawa too, me and my friends, but we didn't see them, so anyway, he was like, you know what? I don't want to go to the Wawa. You guys go ahead. Like, I'm just going to go home. And they were like, are you sure? Are you good? Because you seem really fucked up. And, you know, in true male fashion, he's like, I'm good. And then in true male fashion, his friends were like, cool, we're going to go. So his friends leave. And my friend is like, you know, okay, I'm just going to Uber home. And his friends are leaving. He's looking at his phone. He's like, oh my God, my phone is dead. But his friends are already gone. So then he comes to this, you know, epiphany where he's like well I could just walk home I don't know it was it was over ambitious he was it was a reach and I don't know how he ever thought that would work out um he lived at least at least six miles away so I'm not really sure how that thought came in but you know what when you're drunk you feel invincible and when you're a white straight man you feel extra invincible so he was like I'm just gonna walk home can't be that hard walks walks for two miles and he's like I'm not getting anywhere I actually don't recognize this area like I I don't know what the fuck is going on and at this point he's like so drunk and so tired he was like I just need to go to bed and figure this out in the morning so he was walking and walking and walking and he's like I just I'm just gonna lay right here I'm just gonna go night night right here and it was in a fucking (laughs) he went to bed in a fucking u-haul parking lot where all of the fucking U-Hauls were. And when he was describing this to me, it seemed like it was like a U-Haul parking lot, but then also like to the side of it, there was like some construction going on. So he fucking, (laughs) he slept in a construction site. And so he was sleeping in the construction site. And then around like six in the morning, he was greeted by a fucking U-Haul worker. And, um, 
my friend was still like he was still drunk from the night before and super tired and so immediately when he like opened his eyes he was like oh shit i'm getting robbed so he started to like fight the u-haul worker and quickly realized oh my god like what the fuck situation am i in and he was like oh my gosh i'm so sorry like you work here and he's like what the fuck are you doing here man he was like i'm so sorry but can i charge my phone and the u-haul worker was like no i'm calling security get the fuck off of the property and so he's like shit and so he gets off the property and he walks to the nearby gas station, buys a charger. I don't know why he didn't do that in the first place, but, you know, whatever. Buys a phone charger and then, like, charges his phone there and then orders an Uber home. And that's when he texted me. He was, like, after he... I, I don't love that I was one of the first people he texted, but um, I guess, like, thank you for that information. And I will just say this, like, if this happened to me or any other woman sayonara baby like i'm halfway across the world human trafficked like the fact that he woke up and he was like fine and gave himself a black eye rolling around in the fucking construction site asleep like he is so fucking lucky like he was humbled and you know in his words not mine he said that was some freshman ass behavior and i said baby i couldn't have put that in a better way because you embarrassing that is like that if I felt corn on the cob, like that is like, I don't even know what's, he's popcorn. Like, I don't even know what's even worse than corn on the cob, but that is just, it's one of those moments that really makes you reflect and think about life. And it's a humbling moment, you know, he was homeless for a night and I, you know, he can't say that's for him. That's for sure. Um, fun fact in California, um, they do not use the term homeless anymore because it's a little rude and instead they're calling it unhoused so next time you want to talk about the rampant homeless problem in los angeles we're not calling it that anymore we're calling it the unhoused people because that is the more politically correct term and just the nice way to say things are they doing anything about it no. Are they clearing out all the fucking homeless tent freeways? Yes. Where are they going to go? They haven't found that solution yet, but guess what? They're unhoused. Not homeless. They just don't have a home. Love that for them. So anyway, it was a humbling moment for him and it's a good, it's someone to compare myself to when I'm like, okay, if I think I'm doing bad in life, I can't imagine how he's feeling. And it honestly did make me feel a little bit better. I'll say that. It makes me feel less canceled because when I woke up on Saturday morning, let me tell you, I felt cancelable as hell. And I feel like I always beg to be canceled, but I woke up on Saturday morning feeling canceled by myself, which was the worst feeling in the world. So, oh, speaking of people or companies and cancellations, let's discuss Balenciaga's cancellation. I had no idea this was even happening because I live under a fucking rock sometimes. And when I work, I'm really not like reading my phone. My Let's talk about my phone activity screen time. That bitch is on three hours a day, okay? Sometimes two hours a day because a bitch is hard at work and then I'm a gym bunny and then I go to bed at like 11. So yeah, I'm just basically the best person ever. Anyway, um, what were we talking about? Oh, Balenciaga. So I didn't even know this was happening, but Balenciaga has gone... I don't know what the fuck is going on over there. I, this is what I think. Someone took a bunch of fucking acid, had an ego death, and is now best friends because with Satan because they're on some satanic bullshit right now because 
they are posting children with okay this was the first error that they made they had a campaign for their spring summer collection or sorry fall winter i don't know some collection and featured in it in the children's sections was kids holding purses and these purses were like teddy bears but these teddy bears were not normal teddy bears they were bdsm teddy bears so they'd have like fishnets they'd have like the chains and like you know bdsm gear i have some hot takes on it and i'm going to reserve it and i'm just gonna say the facts so until i state all the facts and then i'll get into my opinion the second thing that they did was they had another photo shoot and in it you know like the famous balenciaga tape that kim wore and it was like a full taped out like it's one of those caution tapes but it was like balenciaga tape they had a feature of the balenciaga tape but instead of saying balenciaga on the tape it said ball b-a-a-l and i was like why is everyone freaking out about this so i took it to reddit because they will explain everything that if you want the real shit you go to reddit and so i was reading and i guess like in jewish culture yahweh's like opponent is ball which is a demon and um i guess balenciaga is just on their demon mode demon time satanic shit and so a lot of people are very unsettled with this behavior. And oh, and the third thing was in another picture, I think it was like a snippet or it was like in the background, like trying to, it was definitely not on the foreground, but it was definitely in the photo, I think somewhere. It was court documents and the court was, I don't remember, it was like the United States of America versus somebody. And that was like one of the big, documents i don't know the big like court case about like child pornography laws and so it was a lot of weird things all in one it was like it was just odd and unsettling and i probably fucked up all of these things that i just said were facts but you can read into it more about what balenciaga is doing here are my personal thoughts first oh my god this is cancelable i honestly don't think that the bears were that bad like it 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 was i mean it definitely had bdsm vibes but i honestly don't think the bears were that bad and were the children to be posed with them not the best idea i don't think it's great i really don't think that's a good move for them if an adult modeled those handbags i think it would be way more appropriate these kids like they're you know children they have no i don't know it's unsettling that they were kids. I'll agree with that. But the bears themselves aren't really that crazy. I don't really know much about child pornography laws, except child pornography is fucking disgusting. I don't know how far it extends. Like, I mean, sometimes like kids are like, I mean, maybe not recently, but like kids would be like kissing in movies and stuff. And like that, I felt like that was not appropriate at all. But I don't know like where do we draw the line right like is a child holding a bear bag and one of the bear bags was a little bdsm but the other one was like just wearing fishnets and had like a big choker on like is that child pornography though like I'm not saying they should have done it I'm saying what is the law what is the boundary is it subjective because I think to some degree it kind of is they shouldn't have done it 100 percent 100 percent let me be clear 
should not have done it. It was very bad taste, very poor. Who is on the set? Who is set designing? They should be fired. 100%. I agree. I agree. But was it that deep? Are we going to? I don't know. Let's move on. Okay, we're going to discuss something deeply personal to me, and it's about my dreams. I love talking about my dreams. I love hearing about other people's dreams. I know a lot of people don't give a fuck about other people's dreams, but I do love hearing about dreams in general. I think they're so fascinating to like unlock your psyche and what you're not confronting in your life. Like it's just your brain on OD. And so I love thinking about them. I love deciphering them. I love remembering them, writing them down and then decoding them later. But (laughs) I've been having this dream and it's a recurring dream and recurring dreams are people and I looked this up and it says adults who experience frequent recurring dreams tend to have worse oh worse psychological health than those do not okay that's new information to me experts theorize these dreams may be a way to work through unmet needs or process trauma well the dream is that I keep shitting and I'm like shit you not (laughs) like I've been having this recurring dream that I'm 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 pooping but it's like endless poop. Like I just keep, like I keep going. Like I'm like, oh, is it done? I'm like, no, it's not done. <laughs> it keeps it keeps going. And I'm like, oh my God, there's still so much more left. Like I have to shit more. I have to shit bad. There's still so much more that needs to come out. So I would really love to deep dive on what I think that could be. I'm going to look it up later. Here's what I think it could be. Maybe there's a deeper underlying meaning to that dream itself. And maybe the shit is not quite literally shit but emotional shit and i'm just dying to get all of my emotional shit out of me and so i've taken this laxative like an emotional relief laxative to get all the shit out of me you know that's what i'm thinking is that i have a lot of things that i'm ready to let go of And because I'm ready to let go, I'm like, let's do this. Like, I have so many toxins that I need to remove, but it just presented itself as poop, as excretion um, out of my anal cavity. So it's just so uncomfortable, though, because I've had this dream three times in the last like month and a half. Yeah, in the last like month and a half, maybe two months. But like, it's a very recurring dream. So it it's very interesting and I think like when you get the same dreams that many times within a short time frame it makes you reevaluate and I know a lot of people don't um remember their dreams but let me give you a little tip you can always access your dreams and I think it's like after the first 20 to 30 minutes after you wake up like if you really think about it like there are ways you can remember Um, You can also read a lot on it about lucid dreaming, that it's super interesting. Um, I would like to say that I'm definitely not a master, but I have lucid dreamed a couple of times. And it's really when you keep yourself in an extremely relaxed state where it feels like you're sleeping, but not. And in that way, you can control what happens in your dreams, because for a lot of people, their dreams are out of control and like a lot of nights like I just I mean most nights I just go to bed and I'm like okay I just want to sleep whatever dream I get is a dream I get but then in some dreams like I'm in full control I'm like consciously and subconsciously like making decisions like steering the dream in whichever way I want to go I'm like okay I want to dream about 
riding a tricycle and fucking floating. I don't know. And you can do that. And it's really, really interesting. I'm a huge, huge, huge fan of, you know, psychoanalyzing dreams. I, I think there's like a fine line between like the, like spirituality and like, I don't even think it's spiritual, but like, I guess like your mind and the inner workings and stuff. And I also feel like there's the whole like the crystal babes and that is like where I draw the line like analyzing your dreams is a medical thing like that's you know it's proven it's your psyche it's you know your underlying brain and I think a lot of people conflate it with you know also like the crystals and aligning your chakras and sage and all that bullshit so I don't believe in any of that have I saged my house before yes I have I didn't feel any effects of it. I think I did it right, but I, I I don't know. I think a lot of people use it as like a scapegoat. Um, you know, the whole manifesting thing. I don't even want to get into that because it's so false. You're like, oh my God, let me manifest a job. Let me manifest a boy. Let me do this. Let me do that. Like take some fucking responsibility for your goddamn life. Okay. Like just fucking do it. Like the sage isn't going to help the rose quartz, the crystals, the Maldivite, you need to get your ass and get a job. Get your ass and put yourself out there and go find a man. Like, you manifesting is teaching you nothing except not taking any responsibility for your life. Like, that's insane. Do better. Do better, crystal babes. And I'm not adding anyone in particular, but I'm adding everyone. (sighs) Back on today's episode of Why I Fucking Hate Gym Rats, today I got an ad for this, I've been getting a lot. My algorithm on Instagram is completely changing. Look, don't judge me. I did delete TikTok a long time ago. And so I watch Instagram reels. Instagram does a literal horrible job at the algorithm because I do go to the gym, whatever. But like now all of my Instagram reels are like gym, 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 cats, 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 gym, cats, gym, cats. Like great. Love that. But like, can we get something else? Can we get some memes? Can we get like, they're, they're doing too much. Like I like a diverse portfolio of different reels that I can go through because I'm a complex woman. Okay. I have many tastes and being a gym rat is not one of them. I just go to the gym. That's all. And I'm a gym bunny today. I got an advertisement for this extremely popular, um, clothing brand called Kill Crew and I guess like they make a bunch of like gym clothes I guess I don't know I'm not into the whole like gym space and like gym fitness and fashion like I know Gymshark and Alpha Lee and I don't know some other brands like I'm just not a huge gym girly so I'm not really like, into that fashion and I don't really GAF so I got the advertisement and it's for a hoodie that says the gym is my psych ward Now, let's unpack this because if I saw someone sporting this in my gym, I'm Baker acting you straight up. I don't give a fuck. I'm calling the police. You need to go to a mental health facility hastily. There is not a single person. Who bought that? Who is spending $50 to buy this damn hoodie? You are so mentally unwell. Like, and oh, I could go on this. I could go on about this. I had a stroke. I could talk about this for so long because people go to the gym like, sorry, give me a second. I need to collect myself. People take working out so seriously. Like it's so corny. Like go to the gym, better yourself, 
you know, that's no problem with that. I love that for you. I go to the gym to better myself too, to gain the body that I want, to earn it. I don't care. But why do we have to make it this like super serious thing? Like Kill Crew? Like you're sporting merch that's from a brand called Kill Crew? Like what, you, what the fuck are you doing? And they're like, the gym is my psych ward. I unleash my demons here. And I'm like, bro, just work out. It's not that deep. People make it so fucking deep for what? For no reason. They make their whole personality. They're so disciplined. You don't understand me. Like, fuck off. You gym terrorist. Fucking Al-Qaeda. Like, it's Al-Qaeda, Al-Qaeda. I think Al-Qaeda is like the whitewash version when they're like, Iraq, Iran. I feel like Al-Qaeda, Iran, Iraq. I don't know, guys. Oh, what is it? What did I hear yesterday? Uh, Chirac? <laughs> I recently learned that was a thing and I was like, what the fuck is a Chirac? And apparently it's what, it's a nickname for Chicago because the crime rate is so high. They call Chicago Chirac, which is wildly inappropriate, (laughs) a little bit funny, but mostly wildly inappropriate, especially because the context of that was this straight white rich man put on his Instagram bio Chirac slash New York or something like that because I guess he lives in he's from Chirac Chicago and he's like in college in New York City I don't know whatever it is but I was like that is so inappropriate because we all know that you drive like a fucking brand new Mercedes AMG and you live in the suburbs of Chicago you are not affected you don't live in Chirac like you're fine you're literally good babe I think overall the theme of this podcast is that don't be corny because you'll be on the cob forever as i mentioned previously and you know what after recording this episode i feel a lot better actually i don't have the sunday scaries anymore because talking about all these other people really does boost my ego up a lot because i thought i was corny this man has chirac in his bio that is such colonel he's cob straight up that is so awful this is also a same the same person who had public sex and I feel like everybody has sex on a football field which is who is on the bottom first of all because not me I will not be on the bottom and why it's so uncomfortable but I feel like it's like a bucket list item for people which is like so weird um but yeah anyway he had like that he did that and everybody was like watching like taking videos which is also weird and he like enjoyed it and the girl who was with also enjoyed it and like they were just like publicly on display and they like liked that it was just so weird and then one of it was in you miami and then somebody wrote um an article about it and posted it to like the miami hurricanes gazette and it was the craziest I'm not even joking. My friend sent this to me because she went to UAMI and knew this guy because they were in like a class together. And I read the article and it was the wildest thing ever. There was, it's published. It's on the internet about this man. But anyway, (sighs) sometimes to make yourself feel better, you have to remind yourself of other dumb fuck behaviors from others. And that's what I've done tonight. And I feel great now. So you know what? Thank you. Thank me. Thank all these stupid fucking people for curing my disease, my anxiety, my anxiety, my Sunday scaries, my hangover, the all the above. 
So yeah, I'm going to have a great week, hopefully, and I hope you guys do too, and I will talk to you next week. Bye.